Big feelings do not equal meaningful connection. This is often a mistake that people make in relationships, whether it's partnerships or friendships. Instead, I want to invite you to understand that big feelings equals big karma. And when there's big karma, there's the possibility for big drama. I'm Marcy Moberg, and this is Tune In with Marcy, a podcast devoted to exploring what it means to reconnect to our intuitive nature. Hey, welcome to Tune In with Marcy. I'm your host, intuitive coach and healer, Marcy Moberg, and I'm really excited that you're here today. This uh, month, these episodes, the last one, this one, and a couple that are coming up, are all about different themes related to relationships. Relationships and partnerships are something that I work on a lot in my one-on-one work. It's something that comes up a lot when I lead group programs. So that's what we're centered on. I mean, relationships make the world go around, right? That's, that's where <laughs> it's a big part of our life. And they're hard sometimes. They're hard. If you missed last episode, which is the one that came right before this one, about ghosts and how ghosts can interfere in relationships, I highly recommend you check it out. I got a lot of amazing feedback from listeners that that episode was really life-changing for a lot of folks. And I heard from many of you talk about how you connected some dots that you hadn't made before. The idea that we can have unwell ancestors was really life-changing for quite a few people. The idea that ghosts actually fuel our unhelpful patterns, I could go on. So I I got a, it's probably one of the the episodes that I've gotten the most feedback from. So if you haven't checked it out, check it out. I think that it's a really important topic that's honestly not talked about enough. So make sure to look look at that episode after this one. Today we're talking about twin flames and this is a topic that that comes up a lot in my one-on-one work. It's come up in relationship programs that I have led for groups. It's it's very common and it's a topic, it's a it's a term that's used in new age spiritual circles. And this topic really refers to the idea, the word twin flame refers to the idea that our soul at a certain point in its spiritual growth can actually split into two. So the idea is that you may have like a really strong affinity with someone and that kind of natural affinity of just feeling really connected, feeling like they get you. Uh, There could be like a lot of energy around that dynamic that that can indicate that you have a twin flame. And that that person is kind of the other half of your soul living here on earth at the same time as you. Then sometimes it's referred to as a mere soul or a soul connection. A lot of times people conflate, uh, equal the idea of a twin flame with a um, soulmate. And so that's kind of like, it's just so we're on the same page. That's kind of what we're talking about. Are they real? Are they fiction? Mm, uh, 
Um, I'm not sure about this topic, to be honest. Um, do I think that souls could maybe split into more than one and, and live in different bodies? I think that's possible. And I think I resonate much more with the idea of having a soul family where there are different souls that I have been journeying with in multiple lifetimes And we tend to be learning the same lessons. Uh, Our lives continue to cross and intersect with each other over past lives, etc. That, for me, resonates more. And let's say even if a twin flame did exist, in in, in the healthiest of terms, that could look like a really deep friendship or relationship that you have that you feel an affinity with. But honestly, a lot of times the idea of a twin flame is something that I find is often unconsciously, unknowingly associated with some really unhealthy dynamics. And it all comes down to, and and by the way, honestly, whether we're talking about twin flames or we're talking about soulmates, I just... I see people kind of treat it the same. So I want to name that, that how people talk about soulmates a lot of times is how people talk about twin flames, even if the construction and the idea of them is different for folks. And it's really this idea, it's all hanging the hat on the idea that big feelings equal big meaning. Like, so if you have you meet someone and you have a connection and the feelings that you have towards that person are really big. Let's say there's, it's a romantic connection and you feel like a lot of passion or it's a friendship and you feel like you all could like never stop talking. Um, Sometimes those, you know, the way that I talk about big feelings is big feelings don't equal big meaning. Big feelings equal big karma. Big karma. And big karma, that's not necessarily a soulmate connection. Big feelings equal big karma. Okay, what is big karma? Big karma is just a lot of history, is what I would say. History that's being triggered. Sometimes that history can be positive. Uh, In a healthy example, that could be a friend that you feel like just gets you and there's a certain ease in your connection with each other and, you know, those friendships where you, like, finish each other's sentences and you're on the same wavelength and you somehow know what the other person's thinking before they say it, that that kind of a friendship. And that kind of maybe positive karma could be that you and that friend have experienced many past lifetimes together and maybe had past friendships before. And so there's almost like a, a groundwork. Um, you could also be from the same soul family, for example. Maybe you are, there's an affinity there because the two of you have, have been going through different lifetimes together. You've been learning a lot of the same lessons, um, etc. So and there can also be um, other, other big karma there that could be, for example, maybe some of the same ways that you experienced your upbringing is similar to them. So there's kind of a sense of empathy between that. That could be uh, a possibility of what it could look like in healthy terms. But most often what I see people bring to my work is 
are, are unhealthy terms is big karma that's connected to baggage, big karma that, that really the big feelings are simply a navigational recognition that we're in very old territory that has a lot of energy around it. And that old territory that has a lot of energy around it can be that that relationship is literally kind of pulling up uh, ghosts from the past, which we I kind of talked about in last episode, ancestral, unhealed ancestral trauma, wounds, patterns. They could be un- uh, incomplete, unhealed past life patterns that are coming to fruition. I see a lot of times where people think that there's a twin flame happening. A lot of times there's big karma because you and that person may have shared a past life where there was a lot of difficulty and that difficulty did not get completed. Sometimes in extreme cases, that looks like one person actually took the life of another person in a past life, and therefore there's a lot of karmic debt there, and that energy is felt when the two people meet each other again, but there's not a recognition of what that's really about. There's just a lot of familiarity and energy and and drama and emotion that gets stirred up. In other cases, it's not so dire. Maybe there was just a conflict. Maybe someone betrayed you. Maybe there was a lot of like uh, unending tension between the two of you. It could be a lot of different layers, but there can be like this basically unresolved past life connection that the two of you can have. It could also be that this is touching into a core wound, which then is actually maybe a core lesson that your soul is learning in this lifetime. So I really truly believe that all of us have core lessons that we are our soul is seeking to master. And we often encounter the same difficulties, the same circumstances in different shapes and forms over and over again between lifetimes. And sometimes that pairs up and dovetails with kind of ancestral patterns that are also needing healing. And and we we experience this repetition because we're being invited on a soul growth level to really master a lesson and and to heal that. And a lot of times, all of those pieces that I'm talking about, the ancestral pieces, the past life pieces, those can have important connections to perhaps present lifetime, this lifetime, wounding that we had early on or we experienced as adults and also trauma. So what happens is when we have big feelings, The big feelings are coming up because a lot of times our baggage of ancestral wounds, ancestral past, past lives that are incomplete, past life patterns, past lives where there was transgressions maybe between you and that person's soul, present lifetime trauma, wounding, that baggage, those bags are getting re-triggered. And that's why it feels big. That's why it feels big. So don't make the mistake that big feeling equals big connection, because that's not always true. And ultimately, a lot of times what it's about is when we we move forward in a dynamic like that, and we're not aware of what's happening, we sometimes end up repeating patterns that we're actually being invited to shift. And we will keep repeating that pattern until we learn the lesson that we're meant to shift. So for example, 
in my own life, I had a situation where, uh, for me, the road to partnership to my current partnership, my husband, which is a really, really supportive, loving, healthy one, it was a long journey. And a lot of times what happened to me on that path is I would meet people where really big feelings existed, where it would feel like we had known each other forever and there was a lot of energy around that. We could talk forever. Uh, Things maybe moved really quickly, but there was also a lot of drama, a lot of drama. And The drama really, at the time, I didn't recognize, but after going through it many times, I recognized that the drama was really just a symptom of the karma. And the karma, the way that karma showed up for me was in big feeling. Big feeling was a sign, pay attention. Big feeling was a sign to slow down. Big feeling was a sign to mm, get curious. But I didn't know that at the time. I didn't know how to decode that. I thought big feeling just meant follow it. Really? I mean, in in many ways, that's kind of what we're taught on a media Hollywood level of if you feel like a big spark and you feel like completely swept off your feet and, you know, we have these words. And a lot of times that for me, if I just kind of simplify it, equals big feeling, big feeling, again, equals big karma. And so For myself in these patterns that continue to unfold, there were a lot of abusive dynamics. And when I uh, did some work around those different dynamics, as I was going through them, I recognized that there was past life connections. What was interesting in all of these dynamics where big feeling, big karma, big drama (laughs) existed, uh, when I did a lot of past life work around them, the recognition was that there was a there was a transgression that had happened in a past life between me and this person and it had not been resolved and healed. And many times they had done a transgression to me. And my recognition was that my sole lesson was to change the pattern and this time to really own my power. And so instead of following the big feeling and creating a relationship with this person where the big feeling existed and following like kind of getting swept up really in a sense in the trance of karma that's really what it is it's getting when you get swept up in the big feelings you're getting swept up in karma getting swept up in the trance of karma when I got you know instead of getting swept up in the trance of karma instead of losing my power instead of allowing this you know those people to abuse their power the invitation was actually to change the pattern. These people were being attracted into my life to be able to close that door and change that pattern for good. And really what that looked like was learning how to own my power, learning how to leverage my power in a healthy way, like drawing boundaries, closing doors with people that were not healthy, not allowing people that were not healthy in my into my life and, and being close to me, not allowing myself to create uh, romantic relationships with people who were unhealthy, not understanding, not, not following big feeling as big connection, instead getting curious and slowing down and paying attention 
And with lots of practice with that, then I started to notice that there were certain, I call them a lot when I do work with clients around relationships, signposts. There was a lot of signposts on the path that were quite familiar. And when I really slowed down to look at them, that told me when big feelings showed up, that it would be you know, kind of predictable that these kind of signposts would likely show up. And that could be a sign to me that I'm on that old karmic path and I need to get off. And what happened for me was this kind of all came to a head with someone that I really kind of felt swept up in, in the, the big feelings of it all. And it was really clouding my perception. And when I was one night on this really long phone call with this person where there was just like a lot of drama, they were blaming me for all these things that were not mine. They wouldn't take responsibility for their actions. They were being really abusive, cruel. They were, you know, yelling at me. I realized in that moment, something clicked in me because I had been studying this pattern and exploring it for myself for a while in my own life. And in that moment, something clicked in me where the recognition was, oh, This is not about resolving the karma by trying to be in this. This is about resolving the karma by ending this. Ending this. This is about resolving the karma by standing in my power and closing that door for good. So what did that look like? That looked like getting off the phone, ending the relationship, telling them that it was over, blocking their number, not continuing forward, and knowing very clearly what the signs of that kind of a dynamic looked like. And if any of those signs showed up in someone, for example, when I was in the dating process, recognizing that that's a you know, red flag and not continuing, not continuing to invest. And wouldn't you know that after I did that, those kind of people stopped showing up in the orbit of my romantic life. And eventually I found my wonderful husband. So it really, in the end, was about learn. The the karma was there not to torture me. The karma was there not to get me lost. The karma was there so that I could complete it. So I could learn this soul lesson of what is it like to stand in my power? What is it like to draw healthy boundaries? What is it like to firmly say no to people who are unhealthy and not allow them into my life? What is it like to recognize that big feelings uh, maybe just mean familiar territory. But familiar territory doesn't mean what I want. That's another thing that's really big. A lot of times people fall into the trap of getting into what's familiar for them. And again, what's familiar is usually karmic. And, what's in, in, and not necessarily what you need, not necessarily what's safe for you, not what's necessarily what's healthy for you. Familiar is just that, is just familiar. And if it's unhealthy familiar, meaning it's unhealthy dynamics that were you witnessed in your household between your caregivers, if it's unhealthy dynamics from ancestral patterns that have not been healed, then that's not the kind of territory that you want to walk into. So ultimately, it's about how can you recognize instead moving forward that big, big feelings equal big karma, big feelings equal slow down and pay attention. And I really hope that this, this episode is, is already starting to help you connect the dots 
to the way that unfortunately the ideas of twin flame and or soulmate have been conflated a lot of times with dynamics that are not healthy. Hey there, Marcy here. Just wanted to pop in and ask you an important question. Are you on my email list? If you're not, make sure you are because that's where you can stay up to date with the latest podcast episodes. I send practices out to my email list, updates as far as opportunities to attend workshops with me, learn with me, and as a free gift for joining my intuition email list, you will get a free overview of my Intuition 101 program. So you actually get the very first overview lesson, audio file, and PDF. That includes an overview of what is intuition, what's the difference between our intuition versus our intellect, our head versus our heart, and a very powerful first practice that can get you started on hearing your inner voice. You can find all the details by just heading on over to my website and signing up for my email list there or also at the link in the show notes. Either way, you want to make sure you're on my list because that's the best way to stay up to date with what I'm sharing, what I'm teaching, and my favorite practices. So what do you do if you are resonating with what I've shared so far about twin flames and particularly the fact that you might have a dynamic in at least in the maybe even recent past that has been an unhealthy twin flame dynamic has been one of those big feelings, big karma, big drama (laughs) dynamics. Well, those can sometimes have some energy cords on us. They, we can continue to have these energy cords from these relationships, particularly dynamics that were really strong. And, and what that looks like is that could look like you feeling like this past continues to haunt you. Maybe you continue to think about that person, even though you recognize that it's not aligned for you. And really all of those pieces, if, if the dynamic has completed, you got clarity that it needed to complete, but yet there's still some way that this is almost like haunting you, that can be a sign that there are still energy cords in a sense that are really entangled with you and caught up with you. And so what do you do when that happens? Well, you really want to release energy cords. You want to cut the cords. You want to go through a process whereby you imagine that person in front of you and you with lots of love and compassion, you know, see how the two of you may be energetically still connected and and cut those cords with a sword, with scissors, whatever that looks like, but really like intentionally making a break and releasing and sending that person off with love and compassion And, uh, you know, their well wishes, but well wishes uh, in a way that doesn't allow them to continue to be in your psychic space. So you really need to do some psychic boundary work is really what this is all about. If you've done the other pieces of really creating completion, then what's left is the psychic boundary work. The other piece I want to suggest is in general, moving forward 
Stop seeing big feelings as meaningful connection. The two are not conflated together. A lot of times what we need to do, if, if you have, if this big feeling equal meaningful connection seems to be familiar for you and doesn't work out, it's kind of like a lot of drama. There's a lot of compromising on your part in, in terms of things that are really important to you. Then it's really important to stop creating that equation in your head and to start being open to a different way of relationships feeling. And that is going to take time. It's going to honestly take retraining your system to, in an essence, light up uh, with healthy dynamics instead of always lighting up with unhealthy dynamics. That's, for me, one of the biggest things that was like a life changer for me was to recognize that my system actually lit up with unhealthy dynamics because the unhealthy dynamics were familiar. The unhealthy dynamics were something I knew. The unhealthy dynamics were things that I learned how to cope with and survive in in different phases in my life and, and when I was younger. And so I literally needed to rewire my system to kind of, in a sense, light up in a different way when healthy dynamics were present. And for my system to go, oh, this is interesting. Oh, this is exciting. Instead of always going, oh, this is interesting. This is exciting with the dynamics that were inevitably going to lead me down the same old rabbit holes with the same old drama and the same old frustration. So first step to being able to start to do that is to just kind of start to delink big feelings equal meaningful connection and start to get curious about actually what might be some different feelings that are connected to a healthy connection and you know sometimes we can do that on our own honestly i find that a lot of times to be able to do that we really do need expert support and so i feel really grateful that on my own path I had healers, mentors, and therapists that really helped me identify that and and pave that pathway forward for myself. And that's certainly what I do for my own clients who come to do work with me around relationship dynamics. And so you can, you know, try to figure it out on your own, but I, I just generally recommend external support because we're so close to our own stuff. It's especially relationship dynamics that it's very very hard to look at them objectively especially if if you're just starting to kind of really get honest about that and really get honest about the fact that this maybe not so great dynamic is there you'll you'll want support but as a, at least first step that you can start to take for yourself anytime you start to have big feelings instead of just following them as a meaningful connection just slow down just slow way down so for example, if this is in a friendship, then instead of spending like hours and hours and hours and hours and hours together all the time, you know, just slow it down and just see if you can enjoy uh, smaller chunks of time together. Or if it's dating, then instead of going out, you know, every single night at the beginning, see if you can just slow it down and create some space between them. Because really slowing down in space is what allows our wise self to be the one that's guiding us forward and not these karmic patterns. So slowing down honestly can do a lot. 
And the last piece is to notice that if you have this dynamic where big feelings have equaled meaningful connection for you for a long time, whether it's in partnership or friendship or otherwise, then I want to invite you to get really curious about what is the lesson actually that you're being invited to learn. These big feeling, big karma, big drama dynamics that have showed up, what are the lessons that you're actually being invited to learn? Sometimes, not always this simple, but as a way to explore this, sometimes what you can do is actually explore like, what if I did the opposite? So when you explore, what, what if I did the opposite? That can look like, for example, if the typical way that you move forward, for example, in a partnership is that you are very accommodating, you are very uh, super like forgiving, you kind of let people, let, let things slide easily, you tend to move really fast, then, you know, the curious question is like, what, what would be the opposite of that? Maybe it would be actually creating a lot more space between dates. Maybe that would look like, uh, even if it feels scary, uh, asking for what you need at different points. And maybe that might look like having uncomfortable conversations sometimes if something didn't seem aligned. And that's not going to be the perfect formula, but sometimes if you just explore the opposite of how you would normally approach things, you might get some insight into what the lesson might be around, right? So as I shared earlier, part of what my lesson was in, in relationship dynamics was learning how to fully be in my power rather than, you know, shrinking away from it rather than overriding it and really allowing myself to have some pretty strong boundaries with these people. So in the end, for me, the opposite was actually not partnering with those kind of people. And in, if those kind of dynamics ever showed up at my doorstep, recognizing the red flags and actually shutting the doors and and leaving it behind instead of trying my typical way, which was to work really, really, really hard to try to make it work. And to work really, really hard to try to make it work meant that I had to really sacrifice a lot of myself, which is absolutely not acceptable and not sustainable. So that would obviously create lots of drama. So those are my suggestions with how you can start to work with that. I hope that this episode has been helpful and and really helped shine some light on some either present dynamics or past dynamics. The next time someone, you know, talks to you about a twin flame, you can get curious and you might recognize that your dear friend who's sure that they have found another soulmate might actually be in this uh, uh, um, karmic spell again that just actually tends to be familiar for them. So just notice that and just recognize that perhaps the dynamics between humans are more complex than just a simple twin flame story or a simple soulmate story. And I think that when we allow for that kind of complexity, it actually gives us the spaciousness we need to navigate and co-create healthy relationships in all areas of our life. So with that, I'll close out this episode. I hope that you have a wonderful rest of your day. If you really enjoyed this episode and it it struck you, I would love to hear from you. I love to hear from listeners. You can tag me on Instagram at Marcy Moberg, my first and last name, M-A-R-C-I, 
M-O-B-E-R-G, and screenshot yourself, uh, you know, screenshot yourself with the episode and tag me there. Let me how it, let me know how it went. Or you can always send me a direct message um, and let me know how it goes. I love to hear from listeners. And in the meantime, I will leave you with my favorite personal mantra, which is that it takes courage to be you. Thank you so much for tuning in today with me on my podcast, Tune In with Marcy. I hope you loved this episode and it enriches you as much as it has for me to create it. If you enjoyed the podcast, I would be so grateful for you to hop on over to Apple Podcasts, share your rating, and leave a review. Ideally, five stars. That way, more people can find this podcast, which would be wonderful. Make sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss a single episode. And you can always learn more about me and my work at my website, www.marcymoberg.com. That's my first and last name.com. Until next time, remember, being you takes courage. Lots of love. Thank you.